Hello, hello, and welcome to the ISV Society Podcast. I am your host, Amy Keenan, and I am so excited to be here and chat with you. So first off, you may be asking, what is the ISV Society? Well, it's a membership just for ISVs, where we collaborate, educate, and generate leads in an affordable way. From webinars to blogs, as well as monthly mastermind meetings, these are just some of the ways we're working together. This podcast is also another way to bring the content to you. There'll be marketing tips and tricks, ISV guests, as well as fellow marketing professionals. Just think of it as your one-stop shop, all things channel marketing. It's all about the power of collaboration. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the ISV Society podcast. Thanks so much for joining me this week. I'm excited for my guest, Aaron Back. And he is, we have a couple of things here, <laughs> VP, Principal Founding Analyst of Acceleration Economy, podcast host, and VP of Dynamic Communities. And you still managed to find time to chat with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, Amy. Yeah, it's, it's a pleasure to be, uh, be here. But yes, yeah, a lot of things uh, going on and what I'm responsible for. And uh, just uh, a little quick plug for uh, my podcast is called Back At It. Uh, just kind of a play off my last name there. But uh, yeah, I like it. so it's uh, thank you so much for having me on the conversation yes. today. And yeah. we'll put that in the show notes so people can yeah. go and check Perfect. it out. So yeah. uh, before we do get started, which I want to just say we're talking about four pillars today, which are considering an ERP, new to an ERP, migrating, as and optimizing what they have. But before we dive into all that awesome content, would you mind just telling a little bit of the audience to share a little bit about you and let's get to know you? Yeah, yeah, glad to do so. So uh, again, thank you so much for having me on the conversation. But uh, yeah, so quite a mouthful on some of the titles, but just kind of break <laughs> it down a bit here. So as far as the uh, VP of Acceleration Economy, uh, I've also one of the principal founding analysts there is that we um, focus on, uh, as the name in implies, uh, helping uh, companies and uh, CXOs understand how they can accelerate their growth through co-creation um, and uh, acceleration and modernization um, in what they do. And that can be uh, done through multiple different elements, but we showcase content uh, directly geared towards CXOs through a lot of our uh, Acceleration Economy Analyst uh, Network. They're practitioner analysts. They are, that's their day job and they collaborate yeah. with us with great content around AI, data, cybersecurity. Um, uh, again, focusing on the CXO board level decisions and questions and all with the emphasis on, you know, why should I be considering certain technologies and how should I be evaluating those technologies through the lens of my, my role? And then on the other side of the house, so to speak, is uh, where you know, a lot of our conversation will live today, mm -hmm. is all focused around communities. It's uh, it's the where uh, Dynamic Communities itself got its start was uh, in that user group community. And uh, I helped lead up and uh, a lot of things happening in and around Summit. Um, we just launched our Dynamics Community site, which we're super excited about finally yes. bringing everything consolidated into one site. And so no more site hopping for many folks out there <laughs> as uh as many of you have probably um seen over the years microsoft is kind of blurring the lines between each of the different business applications and so many people have more than just one microsoft business application in right. their 
and their tech stack or ecosystem, if you will. And so what we're trying to do is just bring all that under one umbrella. And then that way you can get easy access and not have to site hop and get to the communities, communities, plural. I'm excited to check it out. Yeah. uh, To where you can get answers, still have discussion forums, connect with other people in the community and, and so forth. So we're super excited. We just launched that last month. So, um, so Glad for folks to check it out and yeah. uh, provide us feedback. So thank you, Amy. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely I'll include more information again in the show notes about all of that stuff. So people can, Perfect. I know yeah. you always are posting videos on LinkedIn from the acceleration economy standpoint. So yeah. there's always tons of content for people to watch. So that's really cool. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. So um, these four pillars. So four I, pillars. Yes. I'm excited yeah. to talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So kind of how you kicked off, if, if you don't mind, I was just going to yeah. uh, kind of set the stage and and things. So where this came about was what we recognized was there are always four areas that many people or companies seem to fall within, especially when they're uh, looking at their Microsoft business applications. And this became our four pillars or foundations for the community summit event that we just uh, hosted in October. And what we found is a lot of people uh, were either considering a Microsoft business application, meaning they maybe have another solution or coming off of another solution or, or looking to, and maybe they're just trying to view the landscape of what's the options out there for uh, many of the business applications, what they can do, uh, how they can fit within what they need in their industry or within their um uh, for their their strategies for their business. Um, so that's the one. The other is um, is new to. Now, for folks, some folks, I'm going to break this down a bit. It's, uh, it's, it's quite interesting what I mean by new to. Uh, on, on one hand, uh, I'll, I'll put out there that close to 60% of the attendees that were at the Community Summit this year, this was their very first summit. So then not only were they new to Summit, a portion of them, this was, uh, they were new to Microsoft business applications. Maybe as a result of being, you know, through the pandemic, they, uh, maybe they were hired into the company, obviously mm-hmm. a lot of remote workers and so forth, but they got hired in and that company already had a well-established business application of some sort. Maybe it was Dynamics GP, maybe Business Central or something. And, um, but for them, as they got hired in, it's, it's brand new to them. Their company may be good with it and have good standardized usage of it, but for them, it's new. So they said, hey, go to Summit, learn all you can about it so you can come back and you you can just run with all that great knowledge of how we use the application. Another area of of kind of new to is it's brand new to the company, period. Maybe they implemented it within the last year. They got it all installed, got it set up, worked with a partner, got all implemented, but they're still trying to get their arms around it, trying to figure out everything that it can do. Um, sometimes yeah. I've run into folks. I don't know I've if you ever learn everything it can do. <laughs> oh, you know, I know. Because <laughs> there's many times I've talked with folks where it's like, <clears throat> it, it's that old cliche term of you don't know what you don't know. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you just don't know what it's included with maybe uh, your your license, your subscription or whatnot. And until you kind of dig in there or go to an event, for example, and learn more, you're like, wow, I didn't know that setting was there. I didn't know that button could do that. Mm-hmm. But then it can kind of change under that understanding of that can kind of change your entire or shake up your entire process of how you do something internally and hopefully for the better to take out some manual steps or right. <laughs> some ease inside of our process. So that's what a lot of folks were, were um, fit into that 
area um, for new two. And then uh, there's some that are migrating. Now, migrating could be uh, a portion of those uh, that came out of that considering area. And now they're coming off of, say, another ERP solution and they're coming over to a Microsoft ERP solution. And they're in that midst of that project. They're migrating over, trying to understand their data, their security, how to set it up for their best business practices, especially. In, I don't know about you, but I feel like yeah. migrating from an ERP is probably just as difficult as in implementing a new mm. one you know whether you never had one yeah. before and you're implementing a brand new ERP or now you're transitioning from let's say Microsoft will love this GP to BC so that yeah. you know it's not apples to apples and no. it's it's a huge undertaking and I don't I'm not quite sure if even Microsoft is relaying that information of just well, how complex it can really be yeah and not only just uh, uh, those quick areas I talked about is is data for one that's mm -hmm. critical because if you're coming off an older ERP, some companies have had these in place for 10, right. 20 years, even 30 years, because ERP solutions go go way back, mm -hmm. uh, especially your, when you're talking on-prem type solutions. And so you've got loads of data that you have to figure out how you manage and get into the new system because you don't want to lose a lot of that historical context because a lot of these companies have customers that have mm -hmm. been theirs for 10, 20, 30 years. Uh, they're just well-established customers and they like the service these companies provide and they're well-established. So not only data, but then now when you're migrating to a new system, you have to rethink your whole security posture of how do we set it all up? Does it fit within our context of our ecosystem being secure with everything else? Right. Do we expose a portion of it out to the public through like a portal or a, like if you have e-commerce, for example, some sort of e-commerce portal because you're selling something and you want to show your products you sell, for example. So Do there's all, all kinds the ISVs of that you're using in this ERP also in that ERP. And That's what, correct. What... Yeah. Because there could be either, uh, and I when I look at that, I look at it in, in kind of three buckets. It's, it's, it's the ones where you may have to drop some because they don't fit with a new one. You know, they don't work with a new one or they're not up to date. Or when you move to a new ERP, it has the functionality inside mm -hmm. it. So you no longer need that say on-premise ISV solution. The other is it may work in both areas. It's great. So they they can handle on-prem, cloud, uh, they're multi-ERP mm -hmm. capable, you know, um, uh, integrate with multiples. And then there's some where you may have to add on some new ones because uh, again, there's this, they don't work with the old one. They don't fit in that middle ground where they they're work with, they're sort of uh, agnostic, if you will, work across the board. But then uh, there's, that, there's that last one you have to still evaluate. Well, maybe there's some new ones out there that could help fit some gaps or things that we need for our unique business needs. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot to consider migrating. And that's a, and most people think, oh, yeah, you can pull that off in like, uh, you know, a quarter or six months. And it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> this could be a multi-year project to go because you got to consider if you're closing the books what time of the year you're doing it, all that data, security, ISVs and things that you're bringing yeah. over, licensing cost considerations, training with your people, user adoption, <laughs> connectivity to the other applications you already have. We don't it's want to scare just, people though. <laughs> I know, I'm just throwing out a but lot of these things lot of, to consider. Of, but they need yeah. to know. They need exactly. to know all of this. Yeah. So hopefully you did some of that during that consider yes. uh, pillar phase, if you will. <laughs> and now you're migrating 
But as in the midst of the migrating, there's a lot of aha moments where you're like, oh, wow, I I didn't even think about that. Or, oh, that's good to know. That'll help me in the next Mm -hmm. phase of the migration project, that type of thing. Um, And that's where the community is so powerful in that knowledge. You could connect directly with people that have, quote unquote, been there, done that, (laughs) have the Uh, (laughs) T-shirt, the battle scars, if you will, (laughs) Uh, and can tell the stories. But those stories are very helpful of pitfalls to avoid or best practices to look at or ways to configure your system in such a way to help ease that migration process as much as possible. So yes. Yeah. And then lastly, that fourth pillar is uh, optimizing. This is where you've got a solution in place. Maybe you're well-established. Everybody's used to using it. You're running your daily operations with it, but now maybe you just did a recent update or upgrade or something. Um, And you want to know what's the latest thing that's inside it that maybe we can help again with our business processes, simplify something, uh, streamline, automate something, uh, help us get data out of the system better through some sort of reporting, you know, uh, capabilities. So you're just trying to optimize not only your system, but you're optimizing your, your overall business processes and how it works within your organization. Definitely. Yeah. And I feel like that can be done with through isb products it could be done Mm -hmm. through training it could be done through knowledge base it could be done through going to events and talking to others and networking with others and learning from others so there's a a huge there's many ways that they can learn to optimize their Mm -hmm. existing platform so yeah they need to take advantage of it all (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah and it's and something again just kind of point back to that dynamics community site that we just launched Mm -hmm. is the intent there is to, is to have that always on learning platform experience. So it, as we all know, when events come around like Community Summit, there's this huge excitement leading up to it. And like, Ooh, what are we going to learn this year? Who are we going to meet and all that stuff? Then you have the event a couple of weeks after you're still in this excitement mode because you're bringing all that knowledge back. Uh, like, how can we apply this and where can we you know, optimize and do great things? And then it kind of tapers off, it feels mm-hmm. like. And then you get way down. Well, here now they have year end and they're dealing with all yeah, those exactly. updates. And yep. <laughs> that kind of <laughs> takes over for, for the month yeah. of December. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then if they have uh, maybe an on-prem solution, they're going to worry about uh, installing tax updates for mm-hmm. the next year. <laughs> the complexities there. So, uh, well, hopefully that's where ISVs can come in and simplify yes. that uh, process. There's many good tax solutions out there. But uh, yes. That's where they're coming in. And then they're looking at budgetary concerns for the next year and all kinds of things. So um, this is where we're looking to have that always-on learning platform experience to really help with all four of those areas. So that way, when you're coming to Summit, it's almost like in the future, we're looking at, yes, there'll still be that ramp up, but instead of the dipping way down, Mm -hmm. it might dip slightly, and then you can have this even keel through the year, and then it ramps back up again. So there's less of that dip of, uh excitement uh connecting with others in the community sharing insights and things um which is something we're hoping to continue to foster uh like i said throughout the year that's awesome yeah well thank you so much for chatting with me about these four pillars i think yes there's a lot to consider from Mm -hmm. both a partner a customer and isb perspective in all those areas and everyone could definitely learn from it as well as do their homework. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. That's right. I think uh, that's something I'm a tip I've always tried to work with my kids on is try to learn something new every day, even no matter mm-hmm. how small it is. You never know what can help you out in the future. 
So yes, and so, yes, Amy, definitely continuous yeah. learning. So I really like that model with you guys and launching the dynamic mm -hmm. communities platform, so everybody can just keep that up because it's so important to leverage all right. of the tools they have, learn about new tools, and mm -hmm. and just be in the know. Mm -hmm. That's right. Well, thank you, Amy. Yes, thank you everyone for joining us this week for the ISV Society podcast, and we will see you next time. Thanks, and thank you so much, Aaron. Thanks. You've just listened to another episode of the ISV Society podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Feel free to subscribe and or share with your team. I would love to also hear your feedback and share any tips and tricks or topics that you'd like to hear in my upcoming episodes. Have a great week.